1: What is going on everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey manfredi and joining me as always is not stalling to think of a nickname at all zach viper batista zach how are you doing my man i'm doing good uh work kind of sucks this week but honestly i've had worse all right all right well at least at least it's I I don't even want to say at least you have worse, because I feel like that sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's been worse. (laughs) Hmm, But on the
0: bright side... I guess at least this wasn't the worst, is I think what I was trying to Mm -hmm. say. Now, there's one thing I want to talk about that is
1: great, is that fall weather is coming around.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: I've I've been so happy. Get this sun out of here. (sighs) Give me my apple cider. Give me my flannels. Give me my
0: jeans. Give me my sweatshirts.
1: Let me feel that chill in the air. (sighs) Let me go Uh, outside... Let me let me get that feeling of going outside in a t shirt, feeling the wind blow and being like, Ooh, I need a, I need a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> ah man, it falls so good. Going back inside for a sweatshirt is one of my most favorite feelings in the entire universe because mm-hmm. I know that I know that means it's finally getting to that beautiful, beautiful yes. fall weather.
0: It's like it's such like a nice middle ground of comfiness, but at the same time, like not too cold that I'm like, I need to be inside all day, don't talk. Yeah,
1: to me. it's like super comfy, and then like even if it gets a little too bothersome, there's always a nice breeze that rolls in that always hits you at the perfect moment, mm-hmm and it's like, oh, fall you you never cease to amaze me, never, <laughs> I love fall oh, fall's I can't best. wait to do fall activities. I can't wait to go like pumpkin picking and stuff. oh, that's gonna be fun, and uh apple picking or whatever mm-hmm. like hell yeah. I want to make homemade apple cider this year. Ooh. Anyway, we're getting too into fall. Why don't we get into some falls on the ring while we Ooh. talk about wrestling? Yeah, that was smooth. <laughs> I liked it. Anyway, uh, so we got, uh, I believe we gave you a preview last week of what matches we brought, but why don't we reiterate at the top of the show, Zach, what matches you bring to the table oh, this boy. week?
0: Oh boy. This week, I am bringing Fred Yehi going against Matt it at BACW Wrestling. And then I am bringing to you... One moment. I just lost my place. Alex Gracia going against Miranda Gordy at SWE Fury for the SWE Fury Women's Championship.
1: Alright. And I brought to the table this week Leo Rush taking on Jeff Cobb from a promotion called MCW Pro Wrestling. And I brought to the table from uh GoPro Wrestling presents Polyam Cult Party 3, Alley Catch versus Molly McCoy. Nice. Yeah. Uh this one was exciting. I can't wait to get into it. And of course we have the surprise match that we both brought, which we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. And Zach's nickname, as always, is a hint to what that match is. Uh <laughs> this one was probably pretty on the nose, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <sighs> anyway, why don't we get right into it, Zach? Who started off? I guess not last week because we were doing our uh, our AEW review, but two weeks ago. I'm gonna be real. I I, I don't remember for once. <laughs> don't really have an
0: inkling, but it's been so long since I've had to. We've had to record this.
1: All right. Why don't you kick us off then, and then sure. we'll start. And then next week we'll start off with. we'll we'll, we'll start from there. We'll start to cycle over. Right nice here.
0: fresh reset.
1: Yeah. Nice fresh reset. All right. Uh, let's
0: start with. Let's go with uh, Yehi and Fitchit. Because this match gave me some very mixed feelings. hmm So, right off the bat, I want to say that if you want to watch this match, you should be warned that there is a lot of bright flashing lights in the intro for this video. For some reason, I don't know why. Like, epilepsy warning, like, if you have that, don't, don't look at the beginning of this video. Second, the audio for this match is horrendous. Yikes. It sounds muffled and underwater, and sometimes it even lagged ahead of the action in the ring. So, I, not the best start. And the camera isn't the best either. Yikes. It's, uh, blurry at some point. It sounds like a lot of
1: bad off the bat.
0: But that's the production. And that's okay. kind of where the that's bad fair. for this goes, because the match itself, I actually quite enjoyed. Okay. Like, okay, so this match is a Pup Cup match.
1: Okay. Pup stands what does that for mean?
0: Performance under pressure. This Cup's winner is based not on wins and losses, but rather a
1: fighter's ability to perform under pressure, which I actually really like the idea of. So it's not about like winning a tournament, it's just like whoever fought the hardest. Yes, whoever fought the
0: hardest, whoever performed under pressure.
1: So even if you lose every match, you still you still have a chance. If the judges
0: think that you fought harder and better than the guy who beat you, then you could still come out ahead of that on that match. Which I quite enjoy. So, let's talk about the match itself. This match starts off very aggressive. These two just chain-wrestle each other to the mat. Yehi eventually gets Matt in the corner. Um, is forced to let go, and then he chops Matt in the chest. <laughs> Matt responds with his own, but Yehi just laughs at him and then tells him just keep going. It's like, yeah, sure, why not? Matt's like, all right, fine. And then we get into right, basically fine. a pissing contest of chops between these two. And my god, these two were swinging for the fences on these chops. They did not hold back at all. Which, of course, if you know me and Mikey, if it's a slobber knocker, it's usually a plus here.
1: Oh, the best.
0: So, that until... Love
1: two guys just beating the piss out of each other. Mm -hmm. They
0: go back and forth for a bit until Yehi fakes a chop, grabs Matt's wrist in order to take him to the mat into a headlock. The two get back to their feet, and Matt gets some offense by stomping stomping on Yehi's elbow, but Yehi then immediately stands up and chops him again. Matt Yikes. stumbles back into the corner and Yehai motions for him to like, you know, like a uh, bring it on. And the two square off once again. However, thanks to Yehai's raw power, he is able to get a vice grip on Matt's hand, and then he just kind of muscles him to the mat, where he works Yikes. his arm and shoulder over for a bit until Matt gets a rope break. Okay. Two get off square off again. They go to do the test of strength again, except this time Matt hoists Yehai up and dumps his ass onto the mat with a scoop slam, Ooh. followed by a knee to the chest. Nice. He then tries covering with his forearm over Yehi's face, but Yehi kicks out, and as he goes to the corner to use the rope as leverage to get up, Matt kicks his hand off the rope, and Yehi's like, oh, so that's how it's gonna fucking be. And Matt <laughs> just kind of goes like, the, bring it on.
1: Oh, that's how this is going.
0: Yeah, like, there's basically, like, Yehi's aggressive, Matt responds, and Yehi's like, oh,
1: alright, bitch, fine. <laughs> bring it.
0: <laughs> they stare each other down again, there's a lot of this in this match. They lock Mm -hmm. up, Yehi shoves him into the corner. They then take turns again chopping each other's chests in the corner like their life depended on it. Until Matt finally pops off, hits chops, and just strikes over and over to Yehi. And all I remember thinking about this was I was very impressed how, despite the audio, the chops and strikes sounded great. And they still have like the oomph to them that you want them to have. Which, you know, you sometimes lose if you do them really quickly.
1: Yeah, sometimes you lose that nice, like, pop.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yehai comes right back at Matt in response to this and sh- uh, basically shoulder charges him to the floor. Hits a huge explorer suplex then. Uh, during this whole exchange, while he's doing this, by the way, Matt is like trying to, is like striking Yehai, and Yehai is just like a badass, not giving a fuck, and just muscling through him the whole time, which I quite enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Then Yehi to nowhere decides to just casually lock in his Koji clutch finisher, which I was like, oh shit. Matt brutal. Matt gets out of it with a rope break, and the next minute or two is just Yehi just, honestly he just manhandles Matt he just Yikes. grinds his arm into a pulp so that the clutch next time will work theoretically
1: it makes sense Eventually the, 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 plan, was, the plan
0: is solid solid plan very aggressive using his power you know yeah. what they've been building Yehi then yanks Matt up by his ear which I remember going like why?
1: <laughs> have, <laughs> get up here
0: have you if anyone's ever had an ear lock it's like that but it looked worse so Matt grabs his ear back, and I remember going like, "Not what I was expecting, but okay." So they're yanking each other's ear, right? And the ref is telling them both to stop that. And this spot was just, just, just much more amusing than I thought it was going to be. It's just like a nice like break between the serious aggression we had here, where they're just grabbing each other's ear and refusing to let go. Matt escapes a head scissors hold from Yehi after this, and then tries to strike him, but Yehi gets his guard up and just kind of blocks every strike. This gives nice. him the opportunity to then wallop Matt with heavy forearms and a chop to the chest. Thankfully for Matt, though, he then nails Yehai with a high knee to the face out of nowhere, which knocks him back into the corner. Yehai then chucks him onto the apron as he charges him and follows him over there. And on the apron, these two then duke it out mano a mano as they go bow for blow with absolute belters of strikes until yeah Hell Yehi-
1: yes, hell yes, that's what I like to hear. Pulls off...
0: I've never seen something like this before. Uh, he pull, um, So Yehai smacks Matt with a spinning bat fist, right? Okay. And then Matt retaliates with a fucking Pele kick on the Jesus. apron. Like he grab, he holds the 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 rope and then just flips and kicks him in the head. Brutal. Absolutely. Gets to the top rope as Yehai then gets into the ring. Yeah then dodges a strike from him off the top and goes to spinning back fist him again. But this time Matt is prepared and ducks and smoothly Germans Yehai to the mat.
1: Nice.
0: Matt then takes his el- off his elbow pad and goes to forearm Yehi, but Yehi then ducks it this time and then counters it with a flat line into the Koji clutch. But by some goddamn miracle, Matt is actually able to get a slip underneath Yehi and get out of the hold.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: He then tries to german Yehi. He fails. Escape. Yes, I know. I was actually surprised with this. I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, he actually didn't lose." Yehi then goes for a suplex. Matt then cradles him. Yehi kicks out. Matt then running, forearms Yehi in the face, goes to do so again, but then he is countered immediately as Yehi runs and forearms him in the face before leg-dropping him in the corner. Then he goes suplex Matt again. Matt gets out of it again, but this time Yehi is ready, and he beams him with the chop to the chest. Matt Pele kicks him in response. This knocks Yehi to the corner. Yehi is then forced to fight Matt off with an elbow before climbing to the top, where Matt then Hurricane runs him off the top rope. Blows right through Yehai with a run into the face as he gets up and picks up the win. Nice. As you could tell, this match had a lot going on for it, and honestly, yeah, it was, clearly, <laughs> it was really nice. Like I like chops, I like the wrestling aspects. The problem was the production fucking sucked.
1: Oh, that's the worst.
0: So like the audio wasn't there all the way. Like I could hear wrestlers on the outside talking, and I'm like, you sound like you're in a fishbowl. <laughs> there was like the one cameras like there were two cameras but they were both not the this best now, quality this is now
1: fishbowl wrestling fbw
0: <laughs> and it was a shame because I was like if they had like just like honestly if it was just a better product, like just even one better camera it would have made all the world for this match mm. I want to give this match a high met, but I'm going to give it a met only for the fact that it was just just wasn't as pleasant as I wanted to be to watch bummer but good job by these two, honestly. Like, I'm sure if this was, like, a better production or a better, like, it was better produced, this would have gotten a high match easily for me.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. But, yeah, it's uh, hard to rate a match high when it's hard to watch, I guess. But, <laughs> hey, at least the wrestling was good.
0: Exactly. That was what I took my takeaway from where I was like, you know what? Hey, they both did well. I'll probably find a match, uh, a match from Matt later in the future now. Put them on that list mm-hmm. of independent wrestlers and be like, hey, I'll look out for you.
1: Yeah. All right, well that's cool. Well, let's get into my first match of the night. Then we got Leo Rush taking on Jeff Cobb from MCW Pro Wrestling.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, this match is typical speed versus power match, right? It is little fast guy versus big strong man. Bigger this much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but also big strong man can do high flying flippy stuff. Which is terrifying, by the way. Jeff Cobb is a terrifying human being. Yes, he is. And
0: I (laughs) fucking love him and his finisher, which is God Tier. The Tour of the Islands? One of the best finishers that I've ever seen. I love the Tour of the Islands.
1: So good. I'm so mad he hasn't showed up in AEW more from that one time.
0: (sighs) I mean, we can dream the Forbidden Door has been broken open several times now. Maybe maybe he wants to do something or someone wants to do something with
1: him. Who knows? I'm sure someone does because they've literally had him on before. And they were interested in, in him before. I don't see how that changes now. We're saying, Tony Khan. If you get
0: Je- Jeff Cobb on there, it'd be pretty sick. But granted, I'm not gonna act like we don't get anyone when we get Brian. I James would say don't. I would say Black. don't
1: start complaining uh, about like new signings. Like we just got CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole. This it's not my Ruby fault. Ruby Soho. Like come on. The <laughs> AEW's roster is so stacked.
0: There's so many matches that can be impossible now. But yeah, I can't keep getting sidetracked by AEW.
1: Anyway, it's Tuesday night. And we're... Clearly, we're very excited for Grand Slam. Oh, Grand Slam. <laughs> but we talked about AEW on our last Step episode, mm-hmm. uh, which we released over on Saturday, talking about AEW Dark Elevation and AEW Rampage from the Prudential Center. Uh, quick self-promotion there. Go check that out if you want to hear what we thought about that. Yeah, yeah, uh, Anyway, my first match, Leo Rush versus Jeff Tom. Yes. So, these two get into it pretty quick. It's a lot of Leo Rush trying to be like, Listen... I can hold my own here. Let's do some wrestling, you know? <laughs> and, uh, him and Jeff Cobb, like, lock up and do, like, a test of strength, and Leo keeps losing, Cobb keeps pushing him off,
2: yeah, or, like, you know,
1: man. throwing him away, and, like, Leo Rush just can't get the upper hand here, no matter what he does.
0: <laughs> man of the hour is uh, not getting
1: it. There's one point where they try again, they lock up, and then while Rush is trying to, like, transition out of a hold, mm-hmm. Cobb just goes, huh, and throws him, like, across the oh. ring. <laughs> and rush just like lands on his back and rolls into the corner and then he goes one second uh, <laughs> and he runs to a runs out of the ring up the ramp to the back oh and the ref's like where are you going what's going on and cobb's like uh, what's happening and then the ref starts counting the ref's like one two he gets well, he gets like to like 7 and then cobb's like no 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 i'm not winning like this cobb like rolls out and rolls back in to reset the count Oh shit! Ru- and then Rush comes out. Rush has changed from a from his regular long tights mm-hmm. into just like a full on like a a high school wrestling singlet, right? <laughs> like a,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he runs back to the ring and he's like, "All right, let's wrestle."
0: Uh- well, I was expecting Blackheart, and he no. said what full Olympian. All right, fuck it, let's go. I'm taking yeah, him right. he went full ride. Kurt
1: Angle, came out with the straps. <laughs> uh, he was ready, uh, and it was great. Uh, this is when, um, once again, Rush starts trying to prove that he can, he can wrestle Cobb. He starts trying to take him down, and Cobb's just like, mm-hmm, interesting. <laughs> good, good try. Uh, trying to
0: wrestle the Olympian.
1: Yeah, and then... Uh, Cobb, like, like uh, Leo Rush is able to like get out of a hold Cobb has on him and start getting some strikes in. Mm-hmm. So he like lands like a uh, a couple of forearms, like a couple of slaps, yeah, a leg kicks, and then he bounces off the ropes and goes for a crossbody.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll give you three. Ge- I'll-, I'll give you three choices. As to what happened. <laughs> crossbody was successful. Okay. Uh, Jeff Cobb catches Leo Rush.
2: <laughs> hmm.
1: Uh, Leo Rush bounces off of Jeff Cobb. What happens?
0: I'll be honest. It was easy until you said he bounced off him, because I like that. I'm gonna go... The, the easy answer is I'm gonna say is catching him. So I'm gonna say bouncing off, because that just sounds funnier.
1: Cobb... You should have gone with the safe pick. Cobb Damn. just catches Rush out of the air. <laughs> uh, and just, like... Ah, uh, he just get He he gets Rush... He, he just catches Rush, and, uh... Leo, like, escapes again, and he's like, nope, 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 I'm getting out of this. He, like, wriggles himself out, and he starts landing some offense in. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, after he does that, he goes to get Cobb up for a Death Valley driver. Like, he actually gets him up for a second. Oh,
0: shit, alright. Like,
1: on his shoulders, like, after he gets out of this, after he gets out of being caught by Jeff Cobb. Uh, he gets him up in a Death Valley driver, and then Cobb just, like, Shifts it, he just basically just like rolls his weight forward and just falls on top of Rush. Oh, <laughs> like the way he shifts his weight, Rush just like falls forward and is like bam,
0: unfortunate.
1: Yeah, but like he got him up. Man, I mean, yeah, he
0: did, he got, he got him up.
1: Yeah, uh, then Cobb gets, uh, after that, uh, he goes for the pin, Rush kicks out, then Cobb gets. Rush on the top rope. Okay. And Cobb goes for a superplex. Mm-hmm. But Cobb being Cobb doesn't just go for a superplex. Cobb flexes a little bit and does this superplex with one singular arm.
0: Oh my god. Can't keep getting away with it.
1: He just, like, gets him up and he just goes, like, whoop, with one arm. And just superplexes him.
0: Like, that's all right. You want to keep yep. trying this game? I'll, I'll, I... yep. Sure. Fuck it.
1: Just, like, every time Rush seems to get any momentum in this match or, like, anything happens, Cobb is just answering back with another thing. He is Jeff And just Cobb. destroying Leo. Like, it's really, really rough. <laughs> um, then there's one point where, uh, like, after that superplex, Rush, like, crawls over to the corner and, like, leads there. Mm-hmm. And Cobb is like, all right, time for a big old big man body splash. You know how they do. Yeah, classic. Uh, and then Ru- uh, Rush is able to move out of the way... And uh, he's he doesn't move out of the way and like pull the ropes and like basically like throw Cobb out. Okay. And Cobb is on the outside. Um, and when Cobb is on the outside, Rush like he he, gets, he, he goes outside to the apron. Sorry, not to like the outside outside. He goes to like the apron. Okay. Uh, Rush meets him out there.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and then. Oh, let me see. Blah, 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 blah. Oh no! Okay, so, he, so let me restart. I figured I figured out my notes. All nice. right, so Cobb was on the apron.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Rush runs up, does like a front handspring, double kick. Okay. Knocks Cobb off the apron. Okay. Rush goes for a suicide dive. I'll give you multiple choices as to what happens. Uh, <laughs> suicide right. dive successful. Okay. Cobb catches for Leo. <laughs> Leo bounces off Cobb.
0: I'm gonna pick Cobb catches Leo. I swear to God, if I get, if I swear to God.
1: Cobb does catch Leo. Oh, okay,
0: I was gonna swear to God. If, my, if it was he bounce off and be like, I can't fucking win today.
1: Cobb catches Leo again, and he instead of instead of doing anything, he just catches he just catches Rush, throws him up in the military press, and just hucks him back into the ring over the second, like in between the second and third ropes, like the top and the oh. top and middle rope. He just like hucks him in the ring. <laughs> Well shit. He's like, you get back in there, we're not doing this. <laughs> uh, then Cobb gets in, basically just continues to beat Rush up because once again Rush can just cannot get momentum going in this one.
0: God, it is not Rush's time.
1: No. Uh then Cobb throws Cobb like picks he like is Irish whipping Rush mm-hmm. basically. And then he does like you know like, you, you know in like the two K games where you hold the circle button or you hold like whatever button it is the Irish whip and you do like a really strong one? Yeah. And like, throws them, and they, like, get the corner and fall over. Oh, yeah, of course. You throw them, and you destroy their back. Exactly. That, that, that's basically what Cobb did to Rush, and, like, Rush ended up in, like, a sitting position. So, basically, he throws Rush really strong at the turnbuckle. Rush bounces off. Like, he hits chest first and bounces off. Mm-hmm. Ru- uh, Cobb goes to, like, catch him for a German. Yeah. But then Rush is able to escape the German and finally okay. gets some momentum in. Oh. He, he lands, like, a flurry of blows, like punch, punch, kick, kick, and then, like, it ends with, uh, it ends with, like, a spitting heel kick to uh, Cobb's head, mm-hmm. which finally takes him down. Nice. Rush is finally able to, like, make up his, uh, get him i him going, and once he does, he once he takes Cobb down, he stands up, pulls the, he, at this point he, like, did the current angle thing where he pulled the straps down to show he was getting serious. Yeah. So at this point they were already pulled down after he knocks Cobb down. So he gets up, puts the straps back on, and then pulls them back down again. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, pull them off, put him down. He pulls them up, gets them back in position. Then he just goes ah and pulls them off again. This <laughs> like, match is oh, had- cool. He he reset his momentum.
0: I kind of love how this match was is both got its serious, but also it's not so serious moments where it knows to have fun.
1: Yeah, I think it was a reference to when Kurt Angle did that.
0: Yes, I it, remember that Kurt, moment. Kurt Angle
1: used to do that sometimes, where he'd like put his straps back on just to take his straps off again. God, Kurt Angle awesome. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, anyway, uh, after he does that, he's able to get Cobb on his feet, and he does get Cobb up for the DVD this time, which he hits. Ooh, Cobb kicks out. Uh, Cobb kicks out at one mm-hmm. from that DVD. And then after he kicks out at one, Rush just gets up and just like side him in the head. Oh! And goes back into a pin, and then Cobb kicks out at two.
2: <laughs> well, shit. Then
1: yeah, then Rush it, Rush goes for the uh, Rush goes for the frog splash, mm-hmm. but uh, Cobb is able to like roll out of the way. Okay. And Cobb he rolls out of the way. Uh Leo Rush like rolls through and like skets on his feet, Mm -hmm. but then like Cobb rushes up to him, just grabs him and hits him with giant exploder suplex. Ooh. Uh but then this doesn't keep Rush down because Rush comes back and nails a tornado DDT onto Cobb. Oh. Nails a tornado DDT, goes back up to the top, goes for that frog splash again, hits it, gets the one, two, three, Leo Rush wins. Damn. Yeah.
0: They were I shook a fucking beating.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this match was uh, brutal in terms of I'm so sorry what you had to go through Leo Rush. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it was awesome. So, Fair enough. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, this match ruled uh, these two. It was basically just like Jeff Cobb beating the ever-loving piss out of Leo Rush for a <laughs> while and then Leo <laughs> Rush being like Kurt Angle, reset! Ah. <laughs> What is it? Second wind.
0: Second wind.
1: Uh, He comes back and he uh, ends up winning this one with some high flag maneuvers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and it was really good. I was really, I really, really enjoyed this one. Like like you said, it had its serious moments and it had its awesome wrestling, but it also had like the silly moments here and there. Like when Rush came out in the singlet yeah. or when he did the thing where he pulled them down, pulled them back up. You know, like it had its funny bits, so I, I appreciated that because I always appreciate when matches can work in comedy here and there, even if they're like deadly serious. Mm-hmm. You know, not yeah. everything has to be mega edgy all the time. Very true. Like, yeah, like it's cool sometimes just to have a fun match between two people who want to fight, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh. So, yeah, this match was good. I think I'm going to give it a high meh for this one. Nice. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. Definitely knocked it out of the park. The match was really cool. Uh, Not like markout level, but like still really, really good, so I'd go check it out uh, over on MCW Pro Wrestling's uh, YouTube channel. Nice. Yeah, so what is your second match of the week, my friend?
0: Alright, let's get to Gracia versus Gordy at SWE Fury. Yes, please. Honestly, this match felt like a squash match to me. Big yikes. So, main story going to this match... In
1: terms of who, yeah.
0: ...is that Miranda, the champ, recently won the championship from the former champion, Jazz... Oh, and big big win. In a surprise, she, as she was going after this title, she basically changed from a face to a heel. Nice. And to become a heel to beat, Jazz. Okay. So this match starts off with the two of them lightly grappling each other, and they quickly separate, go back at it again. Gracie gets the upper hand here by ducking a clothesline from Miranda, and then she repeatedly kicks her in the right leg until she's on the floor. Okay. Gracie goes up the top rope to crossbody, uh, but Miranda catches her midair.
1: Oh, wow. And then, uh, we have we have a lot of that today. Yes,
0: apparently. And then body slams her to the mat, and then after this, it's just all Miranda working over Gracia's left arm for, like, Yikes. a long time. Like, there are points where, like, Gracia shows, like, a sign of life here and there. Like, she rolls Miranda up, but then she just gets knocked back down immediately, gets her arm worked over again. Yeesh. After, actually, after that moment where she knocks her down, she locks in her finisher which is, on the damaged arm, which is a short arm scissor hole, is what commentary said it was. Okay. Uh... And in order to get out of this, uh, Gracia just punches Miranda in the face. <laughs> the most simple <laughs> method, but it works. Nice. She gets a few listen, chops listen. in.
1: sometimes you don't need the fancy stuff. Yes.
0: Miranda goes for a clothesline, misses, and then immediately tur- she turns around and Larry and so Miranda, I lost my space there, holy shit. Do <laughs> you, it's okay. So after Gracia gets out of this hold, she gets a few chops in, and then a Miranda eventually goes to clothesline her, but... Gracia dodges it, and Miranda misses. And then Miranda just turns around immediately and just lariats Gracia in the back of the head. Nice. And we're going like, oh, that's not fun. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) Miranda is in control again, only for a brief moment, though, since Gracia gets in some forearms, which sends Miranda back to the corner. She then continues his beatdown, knocks Miranda to the bottom turnbuckle. Uh, one detail that I actually liked here a lot for this match is that the whole time from this point on all of Gracia's strikes whenever I say she's hitting is with her right arm, never with her left arm. Mm-hmm. Just a nice detail that I liked. However, okay. eventually Gracie goes to pick Miranda up from the floor and Miranda just forearms her in the face. Which knocks her to the floor and then, you know, back to the left arm, back to grinding it down. Gracia though mounts another comeback eventually, thanks to a duo of drop kicks and then she knocks Miranda back into another corner. She runs at Miranda, Miranda then catches her and puts her on the top rope, and the two then fight back and forth, and in the end, Gracie gets the upper hand and hits Miranda with a diving cross buddy, which I'm pretty sure was a finisher, because commentary sold it very much. Only gets her a two count, though. Uh, and right after this, Gracia throws Miranda to the corner, goes for a running splash, but Miranda dodges it, lines her to the floor, locks in the scissor hold. Gracia tries so hard to get out of this, but she can't get out, forced to tap.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the match. All right, all right. Yeah, sounds sounds basic. Like you said, sounds like a swatch.
0: Yeah, and I I have written down here. I'm like, I'm sorry to say, but there was not one point in this match where I thought for a second Gracie was going to win it. And that's oh, probably that's, what,
1: that's no bueno. You know.
0: That's what hurt me the most about this match. That the wrestling was fine in this match. Gracie's selling was good, but mm-hmm. I never got invested in the match. Like the match was fine, but I myself just was like, when I finished it, I was like, yeah, I didn't ever think that she was going to lose that. And that's unfortunate.
1: I don't know if that's un—I don't know if that's unfortunate for Gracia or fortunate for Gordy.
0: You know, <laughs> I don't know because I just came out of this match going like that. Yeah, that was a match. I get this match. This match for me is like the textbook definition of a meh. Like I walked out of it going like
1: <laughs> textbook definition. If you looked up "meh" in the dictionary, it would just yeah. be like a still image from this match.
0: <laughs> yeah, a still image of my reaction to this match of like eh. Okay, okay. Which made me a little, like, obviously I'm a little disappointed, but, you know, hey, not every wrestling match is going to be, like, a five-star classic or, like, a super entertaining match, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. What do you got, Mikey? All, all right. Well, my second match of the uh, week, we got from GoPro Wrestling presents Polyam and Young's Polly Cult Party 3. We got Alley Catch taking on, formerly known, uh, Molly McCoy, right now known as Shay McCoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no longer Molly McCoy. Yes. Uh, this match is... pretty solid. Uh, it starts off with... Uh, it's basically... It's basically, uh, the whole story behind this one is we all know why Ali Cash became Allie Cash, right? Of course. Ali Cash became Allie Cash because she, like, suddenly grew a vendetta against character character wrestlers. Yes. And at the time... At the time, Ali Cash put this challenge out, Molly McCoy, uh... Had like a hockey gimmick.
0: Yes, I remember you mentioned this to me.
1: Like she came out in like the glo- like the hockey gloves, the hel- the helmet, uh, the the stick. She had like a stick, you know. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so uh, Molly McCoy came in with the hockey stick, the gloves, the the helmet, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Catch took offense to that because Ali Catch is like, you're not a real wrestler; you're just playing a character, and that's not real wrestling. Co- <laughs> Come, fight me so I can show you what real wrestling is. And basically Molly McCoy's like, okay, yeah, I'll show you I can beat the tar out of you and be a real wrestler too. Damn. All right. So it's basically a, uh... It, 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 at first, it starts out with them trying to out-chain-wrestle each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they just keep uh going back and forth, um... Then, like, they just keep going back and forth, just reversing holds here and there, you know. The whole Mm -hmm. chain wrestling thing. Yeah. For, like, a while. And then, at one point, uh, Molly's able to, like, get out of one of Catch's holds and just, like, nail Catch with, like, a cheap shot. Or not a cheap shot, but, like, she, like, lands, like, an elbow or something. Mm Mm-hmm. And all this does is make Catch angry. Of course. Because... (laughs) Because Alleycatch uh, just starts getting very aggressive and it just, like, goes for, like, the shoot takedowns where you just, like, start beating them up, you know? Yes. And, Allie, like, Alleycatch just starts, like, just turning up her uh, turning up her arsenal here and just using everything because she is pissed. Pissed. Yeah. Uh, there's points where Catch is showing off her chain wrestling skills and, like, getting out of moves creatively. Uh, like, she gets out of a move and then, like, stomps on McCoy's hand, you Ooh. know? Just to be like, yeah... I can do that, you know?
2: <laughs> um,
1: but But uh, Molly McCoy, not not the one to be beaten down for very long. Uh, after she, like, gets her hand stomped on, catch picks her, picks them up. And uh, McCoy is able to break out and hit catch with an STO. Mm. All right. Uh, and take a bolt down. But then Molly gets up and goes for a, like, just like a jumping on Mm-hmm. And catch uh, rolls out of the way and locks in. I don't even know what kind of submission it was, because I'm really bad at submission hold names. <laughs> but all I remember is that it looked very brutal.
0: <laughs> as many uh, submission wrestlers' holds end up being.
1: Yeah, and then as her grip starts breaking, she lets. she made, Like her grip is starting to break, so Ally Catch like, lets go of the hold.
2: Mm-hmm. And then she
1: hits a jumping senton of her own. Ooh. Onto McCoy. All right. Uh, and then. She gets up, sees McCoy's back is in pain, and she's like, "I'll do one more," and hits her with another <laughs> senton. All right. <laughs> uh, so ba- basically, she's just working the back, you know, because we all know Alley catch's uh finisher is that Boston crap.
0: Yeah, where she like bends him like a fucking pretzel.
1: Exactly. So she's she's just really working the back, trying to trying to make sure when that gets locked in, yes. the opponent taps. Uh. But McCoy is able to uh, land some, like, after after these uh, sentons, after she kicks out of both these sentons. Mm
2: -hmm. uh,
1: Catch tries to pick her up. Molly's able to land some forearms and some right hands Mm -hmm. uh, on Catch. And then uh, Molly goes for, like, um, uh, what's what's it called? The Widow's Peak, Victoria's old finisher?
0: Yes, the Widow's Peak.
1: Yeah, like where they would like get him up on like like a, a gory a gory bomb, a gory special. Well, that, something I believe like
0: that. it is a gory special. I'll I'll look up the the name the actual name of it. Continue.
1: Yeah, McCoy. So McCoy goes for a gory special onto Alley Catch or something like the widow speak something like that. Um, but then Catch is able to reverse it mm-hmm. and get out of it, uh, and these two start trading strikes again. And at one point, <laughs> McCoy does this really funny thing where. Uh, like, they're hitting each other, and McCoy lands one elbow, and it, like, and it, like, spins Catch around. Ooh. And then she, she, after Catch spins around, she pushes her into the ropes, so, like, Catch, like, bounces off the ropes, like, face first. Oh. And, like, stumbles back into McCoy, and McCoy just gets on all fours and, like, tabletops her. (laughs) 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 It was very funny.
2: (laughs)
0: Funny that I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the, it, it's a gory neckbreaker.
1: Gory neckbreaker, okay. You,
0: we were, you so, were close.
1: Yeah, so McCoy lands this tabletop. Uh, catch basically, like, falls over. McCoy springs up, just starts, like, landing the, these vicious-looking ca- kicks into Catch. Ooh, uh, and then hits, and then cu- after those kicks, she, like, hits her one more time in the gut and, like, grows up and hits her with a low DDT. Ooh. <laughs> which she then transitions into a guillotine submission. Damn! Yeah, so McCoy gets a burst of offense here uh, and just locks Ketch in this uh, submission for a while. Uh, but F- Ketch is able to escape the guillotine uh, and... She gets up and runs the ropes and goes for a quick lariat, but mm-hmm. McCoy is able to reverse catch, uh, catch, catch his arm uh, and hit a kill switch. Ooh, I don't, I don't know what the move is actually called. I know it as the kill switch because it's literally Christian's finisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she hits the kill switch, uh, and then uh, Catch is able to kick out of that as well. Uh, get her own offense back in a little bit. Land some. Uh, she lands some elbows on McCoy's back. Mm -hmm. and then she picks her up and goes for a German, and McCoy is able to reverse it and hit her own, uh... Sorry, Catch is going for a back suplex. He picks her up, McCoy backflips out, lands on her feet behind Alley Catch, then she just grabs Alley Catch by the waist and throws her with a German. Ooh. Uh, so that was dope. Uh, then McCoy goes for that, uh, gory neckbreaker again. Uh... The, she goes for that gory neckbreaker again but oh but Catch is able to roll like like get out of it and hit a roll up and for like a couple of things the two like the, the, for a couple of uh, sequences the two just like start trading rolls back and forth you know it's the whole like one two one two mm-hmm. one two and they keep kicking out and rolling into different pins Mm-hmm. Uh, until uh, Catch is like on her back and McCoy like goes for a, a pin on her but then Catch like catches McCoy with, like, an up kick from her back. Ooh. Which, like, knocks McCoy for a loop and Catch just hits, like, an awesome uh, northern, Light suplex off of it.
2: Damn. Yeah,
1: uh, then Catch goes up to the top after this one.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but McCoy, like, catches her and pulls her back down. Or While she's up there, she, like, hits her, beats her up, and then from the ropes gets her into that gory special. Mm-hmm. Uh, she hits it this time. She gets her from that top rope. She gets her to the, that gory breaker. She hits the gory breaker. Everyone's like, oh, this one's over. She hit her finisher. Catch kicks out. Of course. At two. Catch is able to kick out. Then uh, McCoy is like, fine. You want to play games? We'll play games. And while Catch is, like, getting back up, uh, McCoy goes for her kabu kick, which is, like, uh, her, one of, her one of her other finishers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the, the Kabu Kick is basically like a head kick Okay uh, That McCoy does But uh, while she goes for this head kick After after hitting her finisher uh, Catch Don't don't bring your legs Near Alley Catch at any point Because Ally Catch catches the kick Trips up McCoy And locks in the Boston Crab
2: Ooh. Gets that
1: Gets that arch McCoy taps Game over, Alley Catch wins Damn
0: Oh, yeah. This McCoy put up a hell of a fight. The sound of it. Yeah,
1: yeah. McCoy put up a hell of a fight. This one was uh pretty solid. Uh, uh, you know, I really, I really, I really like this one. It was like, it at first it was it, it really showed me their clash of styles, you know, because it let Alley Catch be Alley Catch and do chain wrestling stuff and submission hold stuff, mm-hmm. and like wear down that the weak point for the finisher, like classic wrestling, right? But then it also let McCoy get in get in their like uh, brawler kind of style, mm-hmm. you know, like the hockey fight oh, style, that's like with clever. like like with the tabletop and like the head kicks and the, the right arm, like letting, like the sequence of right arms and the forearm. You know, it yeah. was McCoy's heavy strikes versus alley Cat's like technical prowess, basically. I like it. Yeah, so it really it really definitely brought that energy of like hockey fight versus professional wrestler. Both very good, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying one is better than the other. Because those are both, those are, it, it, hockey fighting is like my favorite style of professional wrestling. That's why I like people like uh, Kevin Owens and, and Piper <laughs> Niven and uh, uh, Shea McCoy and like people like that, you know? People who are just like brawlers and will just beat the hell out of you, you know? Mm. Nothing fancy, just like hard strikes and throwing their body into you enough.
0: God. Just absolute what's the word. I'm trying to it's just Slugfest.
1: Yeah, basically just a big slugfest. Like uh like the match from the other week. Uh we had uh uh Ishii taking on Chris Hero.
0: Mm, remember that match.
1: Oof. That was a slugfest and a half. Yes it was uh anyway. Molly McCoy Alley catch. Molly McCoy obviously now known as Shane McCoy. Uh match was awesome. Uh I'm gonna give it High meh, but on the fence. Ah. I re- I really like this one. Uh, it still gets that high meh. still an awesome match. Definitely recommend it. Uh, and I plan on watching more of Polyample Cult Party 3 because I wasn't able to watch it live. So I can't wait to catch up because it seems like all the matches are on GoPro Wrestling's YouTube channel separately. Ooh. So you can go check that out if you want to go see what you missed. Like, I'm probably gonna. <laughs> uh, because... If every match is like this one, I'm in, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, definitely go check it out. Uh, High meh from me. Uh, and I believe that's all of our matches this week. It except is. For our, except for our one we both watched. Uh, so, of course, we saved the the, the, the surprise for last. Yes. And this, this week, me and Batista took a look at the A-match from EVE Women's Wrestling... Eve yeah, Riot girls, Eve Riot girls of wrestling, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and we looked at Aja Kong taking on Viper Niven, who you may now know as Dewdrop Drop on SmackDown.
0: It took me so much when you said Piper Niven to be like, I, th- I mean, you mean Dew Drop? I,
1: <laughs> Viper Piper Niven taking on dude uh, or taking on <laughs> taking on Drop. Wait a minute, take it on Aja Kong. To be fair, Viper would kick Do ass if the two I... like were di- if the two were different people and they fought.
0: Yes. I, I mean, I'm not a fan of the name Piper. I I want to see
1: Viper. I want to see Piper Niven do stuff like she's doing in this match again.
0: I would love to see that, but I guess we'll see whether or not uh, the powers that be decide to book her like that.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we've all took a look at this match. Zach, I just talked for a whole pretty solid minute about Alec Molly McCoy. Uh, what did you think about Kong Piper Diven?
0: This is the female equivalent of watching Godzilla go against King Kong. These <laughs> Literally two... Kong. <laughs> yeah. Holy oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it was... Like, was this match super fast-paced? No. No. But I wasn't expecting it to be. But was it fun to watch? Hell yeah, it was. <laughs> this match yeah. was fun, a ton of fun.
1: Yeah, this match was... I, I literally had the note slow and methodical. Mm. This is two uh, two strong people... Just trying to overpower each other. Yes.
0: So the video starts off with them both coming to the ring. Piper's by herself. Ajakong comes with Emi Sakura. By the way, she's amazing. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen her in AEW. And Aja Kong has what I've described as a metal trash bin. I actually don't know what it is.
1: It looks. It definitely just looks like a trash can, but it's black instead it's, of like silver.
0: It's something because I got recommended a Joshi tag video, and she had the same similar looking thing, and I was like, I don't know what that is. Um,
2: I, Interesting. Interesting.
1: It's but it, it definitely a trash can, but the 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 uh, uh, commentators made a point of being like, "Oh, that's not aluminum or any." They were like saying it was some like d- different material. I'm like, "What is it? Steel?" Like,
0: probably. It's so it's a very heavy and very much will hurt if you get hit with it. That'll come. Yeah. That'll come become important later on.
1: Yeah, it basically seems like a trash can that only uh, that only people the size of Aja could lift.
0: Honestly, yeah, probably. So these two immediately lock up, and Piper shows her dominance by overpowering Aja and shoving her into the corner. Mm -hmm. They then lock up again, and Piper ends up throwing Aja into the ropes. She rebounds back and tries to kind of just use her shoulder to knock Piper down, but... (laughs) But uh, no, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. Piper takes in, just refuses to move. I'll give you three
1: choices as to what happens.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This time, they actually bounce off each other. This time they do. They take turns back and forth, being like, "All right, come on." You, like, like eventually Piper's like, "Let me try it." And she's like, "All right, fine."
1: And <laughs> this part, this part got me.
0: They were like, "All right, let's see who's stronger." And then finally, <laughs> I just like, "All right, all right, Piper, go, go again." So she goes, and instead of waiting, she just runs at her and hits her in the face with a forearm before just kicking
1: her to the outside. <laughs> Feels like I... A debated
0: idiot. <laughs> and the commentary was like, well, I mean, whoever said that she'd play by the rules, and I was like, not incorrect. So
1: that is... Yeah, they fight on the outside for a little while. They go to, like, the stage for some reason, but, like, nothing happens over there.
0: If I recall correctly, um... She, like, slams Piper onto the stage or something like that.
1: Yeah, and but then nothing much, nothing much else happens. Yes, yeah,
0: it's all Aja on the outside. Like, she's basically yeah. just dragging and beating Piper around the outside. Yeah. Uh, eventually, Aja gets... Piper back into the ring mm-hmm. and at every turn Piper tries so hard to get back into this match but Kong just she either forearms her or strong arms her or she uses dirty tactics like raking her eyes to stay ahead of her.
1: Yeah. Like during during this point where Kong is just absolutely beating down Piper right? Like mm-hmm. Kong is just like it looks like she has this match in the bag. Yes. And it's just like beating down on Piper Niven. The oh. commentary team made an amazing call.
0: What was the call they made again?
1: So they made a call, and what... I don't know who... I'm not know who the announcers are. I gotta, I gotta do my research better and see who the announcers work for this match. But one of them made the call and went, when God made the devil, it was just for fun. When he wanted the real thing, he made... They made Aja Kong. <laughs> I, I was that. like, Fuck. <laughs> That's such a that's good insane. line. That's insane. Like, that's fuck. awesome. <laughs> that, I don't know why. That line just kind of stuck with me throughout the rest of the match. It's I was like, that's fucking... awesome.
0: <laughs> epic sounding line. Yeah. I think, oh yeah. There was one thing that stuck out for me for this point, Mikey. It was, uh, remember when Aja did the punt kick to uh, to Piper and it sounded like a gunshot went off? Yes. I remember going like, okay. we All right, from... well,
1: there's the match. Call it a TKO.
0: I was like, Damn. Uh, after this, though, we get to my favorite part of the match, which is when Piper goes off. And Mikey, I've been talking about this match in length. You tell me, tell the people at home what happens.
1: So, this is when, uh, the two start trading clotheslines for a little bit. Yes. Right? They both get to their feet, they're trading clotheslines for a little bit, and then Piper starts getting the upper hand.
2: Mm -hmm. Piper
1: just, like, lands a couple of forearms... And then she goes off the ropes, and she hits this huge jumping, spinning heel kick, and yep. just takes Aja down. Mm-hmm. And the crowd goes ballistic.
0: I popped so hard when she hit that, and then hit the crossbody. I was like, let's fucking go, Piper. Let's yeah. go.
1: The crowd goes absolutely wild. Viper is finally starting to get some momentum in this match. She, like, throws Aja to the corner. She goes for a body splash, and then Aja Kong just grabs the trash can and goes... Bong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just bonks her on the head
1: and immediately and hits her the ref is like mm, listen you shouldn't have done that but they kept calling it what the spirit of eve or yes. something
0: it, it's like basically if you i hate to bring in main wrestling but it's like aw where it's like it's the ref's discretion the ref yeah choose ref, when.
1: referee discretion it's like if uh, do is, was that a dq do we want to just let him fight we don't want to send the fans home unhappy you know
0: pretty much yes
1: and, like, they kept using the excuse of, like, both people knew what they were getting into when they got signed up for this match, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So after Aja this... Kong hit,
1: Aja Kong hits uh, Viper with a trash can and somehow is still in this match. No DQ or anything. <laughs> the match continues. After she rocks her in the head with a trash can, uh, Aja picks picks Viper up and hits a brain buster. Yeah,
0: Aja just, just casually just hoists her up and just drops her on her head.
1: And Viper just kicks out. Yeah, I was like, ah? <laughs> After just getting brained by a trash can into a brain buster.
0: Didn't give a fuck.
1: No. Not even a a, little.
0: (laughs) After this, I believe Aja then goes for her spinning back fist finisher, but Piper actually ducks it and headbutts her.
1: Yeah, that was awesome.
0: Knocks Aja down. She has to go lay in the bottom corner to get some recovery, and seeing this, Piper just sprints and cannonballs her in the corner.
1: I I love a good cannonball.
0: I love it, too. Viper
1: Niven, Kevin Owens, like, oh. Got Give me it. a
0: good cannonball. So good. Uh after just hook your,
1: just huck yourself into the other person with no regard.
0: Fly into the into the middle <laughs> turnbuckle and just smash their head your body.
1: Great. I love it. If I was a wrestler, that would be one of my signature moves.
0: Oh, it looks so cool. So it doesn't get her the win, obviously. So Piper goes up to the top rope and tries to hit uh Aja with the Viper Bomb. Or Vader mm-hmm. Bomb. But Aja gets her knees up. So Piper is dazed from this, and then Aja spitting backhands her before hitting a fucking backdrop driver on her.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: Piper just refuses to die and kicks out kicks again. Kicks
1: out again. Unbelievable.
0: Aja is fucking furious at this point. So she picks her up to power bomber, and Viper gets out of it this time. And she... and then... <laughs> So as Viper gets out of it, she goes to hit something, but Aja's like, nah. You're done. And she nails Viper in the face with a spinning backfist, which just drops her like a sack of potatoes.
1: No, no. What happened was, she nails the spinning backfist, Viper doesn't go down, so Kong looks at her, and just hits her with another spinning (laughs) backfist. And then she drops like a sack of potatoes. God about that.
0: Oh my god. And then if I recall correctly, Aja gets the top, middle rope, And hits a back elbow drop on Piper. It was like
1: a Vader bomb, but it was like an elbow drop Vader bomb. Yes,
0: I remember being like, oh, that's different.
1: Mm -hmm. And she ended up winning. I was definitely, I fully, honestly, I went into this one fully expecting Viper to win. Same. When she got pinned, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, really? Yeah, I was definitely, it definitely. Is it weird that that a legend like Aja Kong winning this match was unbelievable? I know. I don't know, maybe it's my, maybe it's like. My, my stupid TV brain being like, oh, this is them putting over the new guy, you know? Exactly.
0: That's the that them putting over the new kid. That's 100% what it is for you and I, where you and I are both like, there's no shot that the older, like, you have the new guy win it so that they can pick up the thing for being the legend. Exactly.
1: Oh. But then you remember they're a legend for a reason, yes. you know? <laughs> it's like, okay, fair enough. And it's still Aja Kong, like, uh Yes. <laughs> should, 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 I guess we just shouldn't have made made assumptions right off the bat, you know? Mm-hmm. All uh, right. Anyway. This match was awesome.
0: Great match. Great loved fucking it. match.
1: Loved it. Uh, these two really kicked the absolute crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, pretty freaking awesome. Uh, What do you give this one, Zach?
0: Let me give this one high, man.
1: I think I'm with you there. I think I'm with you there Uh, on the high, man. I think it was decent. I This match ruled. These two absolutely kicked the crap out of each other, and I loved every second of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: All right. All right. Well... That is all of our matches out of the way this week, which now leaves us with the double down. The double down. This is the segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to not again, not last week, but two weeks ago, uh, and watch and watch the matches from each other's perspectives. Zach, I know it's been a while, but what match did I give you to check out for this one?
0: You gave me Willow Nightingale versus Trish Adora at it was uh I think it was Women's Wrestling Revolution. Revolution. Yes. I believe yes, because it's on the Beyond, it's on the Beyond YouTube channel, but it's from that. I don't know why. W-
1: Women's Wrestling Revolution. Yes, yeah. Women's
0: Wrestling Revolution. What did I give you?
1: You gave me a Ito versus Konosuke Takashida, <laughs> uh, for the DDT Iron Iron Heavy Metalweight Championship.
0: You definitely pronounced that the, that dude's name better than I ever did.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think you you didn't do it. You didn't do it. Uh, I wouldn't say you did a bad job last time you said it.
0: Oh, <sighs> I remember was anyway. when I said it. I was like, I tried. <laughs>
1: Ah, I think you did an okay job. Anyway, let's get into the let's get into these matches. Zach, do you remember who started off in the double down a couple
0: Um, weeks ago? No, I do not.
1: All right, so uh, you know what? You started off the show.
0: I'll say, why don't you go?
1: I'll kick us off. All right, so I'll kick us off with uh, me watching Monkey Ito versus Konosuke Takashita for the again the DDT Iron Heavy Metalweight Championship. Uh, What is it? What's the full name? Hold on.
0: I fucking love D- this belt so much.
1: Yeah, it was. I was. It's a DDT Ironman Heavy metal weight Championship. Yeah, I was right. I, mean, I went
0: from liking it to loving it <laughs> To you, loving it. Yeah. If you go to, li- if you go two weeks ago, Mikey has like a whole like history lesson <laughs> for me about this belt, and you can pretty sure you can hear my excitement for this thing go even higher as he just goes into more depth of this fucking belt.
1: Uh, real, real quick uh, recap: If you didn't hear last week, some of the champions for this belt include. Um, a cat, a monkey, a dash and dog, a ladder, uh, a, a, a pro wrestling poster, a pint of beer, uh, two different steel chairs. The belt won. The belt itself won the belt. Uh, a bus. Vince McMahon's Hollywood Walk of Fame star has won this title. Uh, <laughs> which is <laughs> very funny. Uh, the Young Bucks have won the title together. Uh, so, at, <laughs> both, so uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Zarian also won the title together. Uh, yeah. So it's it's basically like the 24-7 championship, but it could also be won not only by people, but by random inanimate objects as well. Uh, this title is amazing. I love anyway. this dealt. So, uh, this match is basically Maki trying to get any offense on Takashita without Takashita being, like, I'm brushing it off, you know. Sorry, that 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 was terrible for an audio medium. I brushed my shoulder because what Takashita was doing this beginning of this match was brushing off every hit Maki Ida <laughs> threw at him. Indeed. Uh, that uh, there was the one point where Takashita just nails like the really big backbreakers, just mm-hmm. over and just like twice. Oh God! I remember. Uh, <laughs> and then. Uh, Takashita goes for a suicide dive, and Maki pulls a fan in front of in mm. front of herself, and is like, no, you get hit with it, it's dead. <laughs> Save which me. Very, which was very funny. Uh, the two start fighting on the outside for a bit, uh, then Takashita goes for, like, a back suplex off of the apron. Yeah. Like, they, they start fighting on the apron for a little while after they fight outside the ring, and, like, Takashita looks like he's going for a back suplex like towards the barricade, like, let's say, like, Ito's, like, grabbing the ropes to hold on, basically.
2: Yeah.
1: And is like, no, I want to throw you backwards. (laughs) Um, but this doesn't work because Maki ends up hitting him with a low blow to stop that from happening. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, which lets, which lets, uh, Ito get some offense in, uh, here, uh, and then, while she's getting some offense in, uh, what happens here? Oh, yeah. So she got some hits in. Uh, Ito goes to the top rope, and then Konosuke runs up and, like, like uh, chop... What's the word? Chop locks? Like, hits the back of her knees out? mm mm-hmm. uh, And then is able to hit a big scoop slam after she falls off the top rope. Uh, and then uh, Takashino goes up to the top, and Maki just, like, hucks him off the top rope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she goes back up again. Yep. Uh, for a splash. Takashita avoids it, though. Uh, and, like, she, he avoids it, and then he picks up Ito and, like, g- bangs her head against the turnbuckle. Yep. And in Warhorse fashion, mm-hmm. <laughs> or in Maki Ito fashion, uh, Ito just starts headbanging the turnbuckle with, like, the rock and roll sign up. And she just keeps hitting it. She just screams, like, yeah! Yep. <laughs> she just bangs her head on the turnbuckle. mm
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, Which is very, very funny. Uh, and then Takashi hits a big backbreaker at one point. Uh, he removes the turnbuckle pads, because he's just getting tired of this match going on. Yes. Because Ito won't give in. And then he goes to slam Ito into the steel, but... Uh, Ito is able to counter and throw him into the steel post instead, like the unprotected turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Uh, and Maki's is able to hit a big DDT uh, and <laughs> hits a big DDT.
0: Yeah, she he, she goes to boss and crab him, and he pushes. He kicks her off him with her feet with his feet, and he she hits the turnbuckle and bounces
1: off of it and just
0: falls into his dick.
1: Yes, which was very very funny.
0: <laughs> I fucking love that spot so much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um... Then, uh, Maki... There's one point where Maki, like, is able to land a roll-up and she almost wins it, because she, like, completely grows him up and, like, kind of rolls herself on top of him, but he kicks out. Uh, then, this is the Boston Crab spot now. Mm. Uh, then she locks in that Boston... the Boston Crab.
0: She gets him in the Boston Crab. He gets the rope break. She then gets up and flips him off, and then he grabs her hand, and he does, like, the don't... no, 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 not doing that. And then he hits her with a forearm.
1: She so yeah, Maki lands at Boston crab, but then uh, Takashita is able to get out and nail a forearm. Uh, she tries to hit him back with a headbutt, uh, but he but then Takashita comes back with like a huge knee strike mm-hmm. and just knocks Maki out. And the refs like counting like for the knockout, mm-hmm. and like at seven, Maki like gets up, flips off Takashita. And then falls on her face again and the ref finishes the the 10 count and Maki's knocked out. She tried so hard, wins. Man, this match was crazy. I I did a terrible job of describing it because so many things happened and I just Mm -hmm. didn't want to retell exactly what Zach said last week.
0: There's a lot that goes on in that match.
1: Yeah, but it was very fun. Very worth it. If you want a better review than what I just did, go back and watch the other two weeks ago uh, where Zach took a look at this match uh, because he did a very good job of reviewing it. Thank you. Uh, and I, I, it was pretty good. I'm going to give it the high meh. I believe you did as well. I did. Uh, It was just fun. It was just fun wrestling, you know? Like, Maki Ito got her comedy spots in, but also showed that she's a badass and will absolutely, like, wreck Takashita if she had the chance. Uh, and, yeah, it turned out to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what did you think about the match I gave you last week?
0: I thought this is an absolute banger of a match.
1: Yes. Willow Nightingale, Trisha Dora.
0: This is... Very, very solid. As you said a classic battle strength and power versus technica- technical s- wrestling skills and grappling mhm i like how the f- after the first portion of this match where the two of them like were back and forth going off they started to become aware of each other and played more into their strengths and actively avoiding the others
1: yeah they went through the whole f- like feeling each other out process mhm
0: like i loved how willow was like anytime adora put her in like any type of hold willow immediately started to panic and be like no no we're not doing this no 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 and was, like, trying to, like, favor more strength-based offense. Where, like, it didn't really matter what Trish, how Trish was technically. It's like, if you get fucking slammed to the ground, you're not really gonna avoid that. Mm-hmm.
2: Another
0: thing I liked, actually, was the difference between these two characters. The character work worked between these two, basically. Like, Willow was all smiles, super vocal. And Adora didn't say a lot, but her body language was on point. Like, she made how she felt throughout this match very apparent. From when she was fucking exhausted to when she was relieved when she, uh... Hit a move off on Nightingale. Let's see. Uh, side note here. Mm-hmm. Crowd was great. Always yes. the match's benefit. If a crowd is great, it can turn a match that's okay into a great match. Yeah. It's like it's like a jam session. You just feed off the energy of the crowd, and it just makes everything better.
2: It's Actual so wrestling
0: itself, though. Fantastic job by the two of them. First half was what I wanted. Technical face-off. And then the second half was just these two trying to outsmart each other. Well, actually, that was the first half. My bad. I got my nose fixed up.
1: Yeah, no worries.
0: It was basically, it felt like a chess match with each other. Like, they were back, I was like, I could see, like, the the wheels turning in both their heads through the first half of this match, and they were like, how the fuck am I gonna get out of this? Yeah. Speaking of holes, I gotta say, whole of the match goes to Adora for the absolutely brutal modified camo clutch, uh, oh, my bad, goes to Nightingale when she locked the door in that modified camo clutch where she locked her legs up in, like, a figure four, and then just ripped her her hands around adora's neck and just yanked back yeah that was brutal fucking brutal and i loved it
1: yeah it was awesome all right from that from
0: talking about holes to talk about the strikes these two were giving each other the bidness in this match for the strikes like these two there was a point in this match where these two just obliterate each other with like meaty strikes until willow popped off with some forearms and then adora cut her off with a massive crossbody. and i went i was just like this match is amazing Uh, There is one sequence, though, that I did want to talk about, which I thought was fantastic looking. It was when the two of them got on the apron, and they just had that vicious chop-off before Nightingale just picked up Adora and just sent her crashing to the apron with the Death Valley driver onto it.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. I was
0: like, this is... I'm like, I love women's wrestling. This is fucking awesome.
1: This rules...
0: There were a couple other points that stood out to me. It's like little notes. Like I thought Willow had an amazing looking like spinning roundhouse kick on Adora that like just it was like when Adora was running the ropes and she just got completely wiped out by it.
1: Mm-hmm. Willow also
0: had a brutal looking Olympic slam which Kurt Angle has made me a fan of obviously because that it looks so good when it's pulled off. Well, there was Adora's smooth ass sequence where she slammed Willow into the corner, judo threw her out of it, and then after Willow kicked out, immediately locked in the cattle mutilator. And mm-hmm. I was just like, nice. damn, that was, that was, that was yeah. chef's kiss, man. Wow. Chef's Holy chef's shit. Kiss. Awesome. And of course, I want to talk about the finish, which I thought was great, which is after Willow whiffed her moonsault, Adora tried to strike her after, but Willow kicked her arm away, and then she tried to get, uh, tried to gut-wrench suplex Adora, but instead Willow, Adora rolled her up, and after she kicked out, Adora snatched, cinched in the mutilator again, except this time got the win. Yes. I thought this match was great. Honestly, like my notes were not as detailed because Mikey did a great job as Mikey said of reviewing this match. This match gets a mark out for
1: mm-hmm. me. Awesome. Yeah. This match was great. It's
0: not hard. These two, you can tell that they've worked with each other and have good chemistry.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally agree. It definitely showed that they were, uh, full, they were, they fully trusted one another yes. and, 100% were able to do two whatever women, they wanted in this match and it was awesome.
0: Two of in my opinion the uh, best women's wrestlers for the independent scene at least. These two are they never disappoint
1: ever. Yeah. Yeah, so far uh they have all been aces. 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 Like really really good and I'm super into I'm super into Willow Nightingale, super into mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh and the women's wrestling any the wrestling scene is great women's re- women's wrestling especially is phenomenal these days.
0: Yes it is. We are a far cry from the olden days when it was an afterthought for many people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, women uh, uh, women's wrestling rules. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Definitely and and just any wrestling in general just wrestling it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, man.
0: It, it pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so that's like everyone, on everyone's brain right now. It's just, it's just fucking awesome. We it's are, a fucking
1: awesome time to be a wrestling fan.
0: We are in another golden age of wrestling where it's just man, it's we had so a
1: Man, we had a long break from when it was fun to be a wrestling fan, but now it's back. You know, the feeling of uh, wrestling rules is back. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, man. I love, when, I love when we're at a high point like this.
0: Yes, it is. The last time I
1: remember everyone being this excited was when AEW debuted.
0: Yes, I remember this. Oh,
1: remember that first episode of Dynamite?
0: Oh, my God. Man, I was just like, please succeed. Please don't fail. man, <laughs> Please,
1: God, don't fail. Anyway, the match was great. And that is uh, all of our matches this week, I believe. Yep. Including the double down. So, before we get to all the plugs and junk, uh, we are going to leave you with a little bit of a preview for what we are looking at next week. And, of course, we're leaving one match. The match we both checked out as a surprise, as we always do. Uh, so, Zach, what are you bringing to the table next week?
0: I am bringing us Damian Tang- Tangra? I'm going to say Tongra. Okay. Damian Tongra versus Brandon Williams at Action Wrestling. Nice. And very topical to our AW Elevation review that we did last week, I'm going to be reviewing Masha Slamovich versus Layla oh. Gray at Renegade Wrestling Revolution.
1: Nice. Okay, yeah, that sounds dope.
0: I was in the mood for a Slamovich match, apparently, and then I didn't realize <laughs> we, I was getting one in person.
1: We got. Yeah, we have to do Masha Slamovich live against uh, uh, Sheeta. Cheetah, yeah, that was awesome. Great match. Mm -hmm. I just drew a blank there for a second. Anyway, I'm bringing to the table next week another one from GoPro Wrestling. I think it also is from, uh, I don't know if it's from the Polyam Call Party. No. It is from an event called Go Big or Go Home. And it is MV Young taking on Anthony Bowen's.
0: Ooh, that's a fucking match right there.
1: Yeah, I saw it, and I was like, and click.
0: (laughs) That's the
1: one I want to watch, thank you.
0: (laughs) That's going to be a fucking heavy-hitting match.
1: And I also have uh, Charlie Evans versus Kanji from Pro Wrestling Soul. Nice. Uh, And of course, the match we've all checked out is our uh, surprise match. They'll come back next week to figure out what that is. And now that all of that is done, we are getting to... The pluggeritos. Oh, baby. You know what? You know what I want to see? What do you want to see? Zach. Mm hmm. Try your hand at the plugs. Oh, fuck. You've never, I don't think, have you ever done this? Nope. Do do your (sighs) best. Do it up top. All right. Up top of the dome. Go. Let's hear it. (laughs) God damn you. All (laughs) right.
0: If you want any more content like this, please, by all means, go to our website, countupod.com, where you can find in our podcast tab several awesome. Podcast links such as Your Dose of Death, How to Talk to Your Friends About Wrestling, and I think, well, what's uh, what's Ryan's other show's name? I actually Ring Post Radio. Ring Post Radio. All of which are updated weekly. I believe Your Dose of Death is Tuesday, Ring Post Radio is Monday, and How to Talk to Your Friends is Thursday. Or Got
1: there. Uh, no, you did it. You did
0: it. Go, so let's go. Uh, if you want to see any more news about us or the wrestling world in general or our thoughts on it, check our Twitter at CountOutPod. I think it is, That's Pod. it.
1: Twitter.com slash Uh
0: I obviously never have any plugs. Mikey, do you have anything you want to plug for the people?
1: Uh yeah, go check out like 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 Zach said, go check out our website countoutpod.com, and go go become a member over there when you can. Uh if, if you if you uh, are so inclined, you can subscribe uh to us for five dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And you can use that five dollars how basically however you want. We we'll yes. let you divvy up that five bucks however you feel like, whatever podcast you want to put it to Uh, You are able to customize your membership, uh, so let us know about that and do go subscribe because when you do, you get a bunch of free exclusive audio for only count out family members, uh, which is some of the dumbest, most fun audio we've ever recorded. (laughs) Uh, So definitely go subscribe; it'll hundred percent be worth it. And of course, we'll be updating that uh, as much as I will be updating that later down the line, of Mm -hmm. course, and giving you more exclusive audios as a fan. Uh, and you can go check out uh, countoutpod.com slash store if you would like any merch, such as a t-shirt, a sticker, or whatever, what, what have you. Uh, go over there and get yourself some Countout swag. Uh, and I think Zach nailed the rest. I have no personal plugs. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I guess you can follow me at MikeyM133. Uh, and uh, yeah, talk to me over there. And I believe that about wraps it up. Uh, If you want to go check out the YouTube channel, it's Count Out Wrestling Podcast Network, where we upload our uh, Twitch replays of Happy Hour and um, Ring Post Radio live recordings. So go check those out uh, whenever you feel like over on our YouTube channel and subscribe there as well. Um, And now I believe that is all the plugs out of the way. I know Zach doesn't have anything, so (laughs) that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there.
0: So never stop exploring. (music) you. <music>